Welcome to ACE Audio, the podcast that supports, educates, informs, and motivates manual therapists around the world. Hello, and thank you again for joining me on today's episode of ACE Audio. My name is Sean Brewster. Today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about something that I resisted for a really long time in the early part of my clinical practice career that I eventually bit the bullet on. It was absolutely the best decision that I've made as far as uh, career satisfaction, day-to-day satisfaction in my clinical work. And that is being niche in your approach to your business. And so here we're talking about focusing your attention on a set or a subset of people in your clinical practice to really serve them the best way that you can. And I think the reason I resisted it for a really long time was because I was afraid that I was going to end up cutting off a whole section of my clientele just for the purpose of being able to be a little bit narrow in my focus. And I didn't want to miss out on seeing the 97-year-old grandmother that had been seeing me for five, year, for five years and the 12-year-old Timmy with his soccer injuries. Like I, I like seeing a broad section of the population but I felt like I was just kind of being everything to everyone and in doing that you end up being nothing to anybody and so the idea of niching is going an inch wide and a mile deep in your focus and the beauty of this is it really helps you clarify how to talk to, to your audience and so if we're going to talk about niching your business I want to talk about the how today the, the nuts and bolts the mechanics of it and why it actually works and so when you um, when you get an issue when you focus on a particular subset of people when you do your marketing plan when you put together a strategy to ha- how to speak to the world about what what it is that you do suddenly it crystallizes what you who you need to speak to and what you need to say so for me i'll give you my own personal example so for me i focused i decided to focus my clinical practice an ultra trail runners and you think well, what the hell is that <laughs> ultra trail runner is somebody who runs more than a marathon distance usually on mountainous trails you think that's pretty niche well i'm telling you it, it was it felt like a pretty niche uh, band of people to focus on but it's a band of people that i knew really well because i was an ultra trail runner i was someone who liked to run really long distances in the middle of nowhere and with very little support for a really really long time love the support i love the sport i should say i did it for a really long time i still love running i haven't done an ultra trail uh, run for for a while now but i really did understand the sport really well and i still do and that's why i can have conversations with people who do this sport with with a degree of authority because i participated in it i understood it i knew the demands and most of the injuries myself so i can empathize with our patients when they come in the door and when i had a conversation with them they really felt like i understood them the beauty of the marketing side of that is, is when you go to promote yourself in social media, through your website, through local community events, newspaper, or whatever kind of media you might be you might be using, using or utilizing, is when you have those conversations, you can talk to the audience like you're having a conversation. Now, if you have an interest in headaches and shock pain, running injuries and surfing injuries and tennis and golf and you know a thousand other things. It makes it very difficult to speak to anybody because you end up saying much to anyone, really. It makes it hard to focus your attention and even find the words to use when you're speaking to the audience. Whereas when you go very narrow, if you go an inch wide and a mile deep, you can say, right, I'm talking to you, the ultra trial runner. I understand the injuries. Here's the demands of your sport. I know because I've done this with you. I know that because I understand this. And then when they come in the door, 
the other the other added, uh, benefit of that is when you're having a conversation with them, you're having conversation at a, a shared passion, a shared interest. And so there's a degree of rapport that's immediate uh, when they walk in the door. The other real advantage to being known for something is that people will travel a really long distance to come and see you. They will wait to see you. And importantly, they'll spend more money to see you. And so the demand is higher. The financial reward is often better. You can afford to charge more because while we have to be careful using the words uh, specialist, we can use the phrase, I have a special interest in. And if you do have a special interest in it, that's not false. You don't have to have had a, a special um, separate qualification in that particular thing because often they don't exist anyway. It's about knowledge, experience, time on the job. Like I, I know office are running really, really well. I can have a conversation with any, any level of athlete and I can understand the demands in their body. I can understand the psychological demands on that person. I can understand their mindset because I've been there doing that thing with them. Now, it helps, right? It helps if you've got a background in it. Not everyone's going to be granted like I did. I was a coach. I was an athlete, a competitor. You know, I was a therapist trying to cover all facets of that thing. It worked really, really well for me. You might be thinking, well, I don't have a deep history in a particular sport, so what is it that I'm interested in? What can I focus on? What can I niche on? Well, it might not necessarily be an activity. Now, if you spend a lot of time in an activity, I would say do that thing, make that your audience. But maybe your special interest lies in a particular part of the body. You might be really good at, or have a real special interest in knee injuries. And I guarantee you there's enough people out there to fill your clinic for months in advance with knee injuries. If you get really well known for that thing, people will line up and they will travel and they will pay more to come and see someone who knows their problem, who can solve their problem efficiently, effectively, and, and do it in a way that they can trust, right? And that's this is what it's all about. It's about rebuilding rapport, building trust, because they can see somebody who has a solution for them. And when you go and see a generalist, and we, we use the term general practitioner for a reason, the GP is a great example of a generalist, unless they have a special interest in something and you go to them for that reason. But if you'd go to the GP, you expect a fairly general solution. Here's some medication. Here's a referral. Here's some advice. And if you go, maybe maybe that's the end of the solution. But often if you've got a specific problem, most of us have specific issues, we want to see someone with a specific solution. So we want to, need, we want to go to somebody with a specific focus. All right. So we're talking about going an inch wide and a mile deep in a thing. It might be a region of a body might particular subset of the of the community it might be a particular sport an activity an occupation even you can you might be a specialist in treating uh drivers you know people who drive trucks and trains and cars and you might just understand the ergonomics and the and the, and the demands in the body it could be anything you can you'd be very surprised at how narrow you can go and how big the population might be because people will travel to see you for that but the other advantage I discovered through going quite niche is that uh, satisfaction in your day-to-day -day work just increases exponentially because the conversations you are having with people and the, the level of trust and rapport that you're building is, is so much greater. Right? You walk into every consultation going, I know they're going to get me and I'm going to get them. And the, because of the trust, you get better uh, adherence to the advice that you give. People will actually listen to you and they'll go and do the thing because the trust is there understand that you know that thing better and again i come back to this idea of well if you haven't had the, the history in it or even if you haven't 
one additional study and spent time on it, you can you can build that over time, right? And if you think, well, I really want to TMJ problems, that's my interest, but I just don't know it well enough to be able to say I have a special interest. Well, that's a, that's debatable. But you might be able to say you're a specialist. Well, you can become one. Spend an hour a week on something and see where you are in a month's time. If you've spent 30 hours focusing on one thing, you can learn a crazy amount of information. You can find some other people who are specialists or well-known for that thing and ask if you can pick their brain. Say, can I buy you lunch? I'd love to ask you some questions. I'd love to ask you some questions about your special interest in CMJ problems, whatever it might be. I've heard that you're very good at this. Would you mind if I bought you lunch, ask you a few questions? You know, what do you think? And I think you'll be surprised how many people will say yes. They, if you have a special interest in something, you're more than typically more than happy to share that information with people who share that interest with you. And so reach out to people, ask the questions, see if you can pick their brain. There's also an endless amount of free information on the internet. You can just search stuff. You can also go to PubMed and download research articles on your particular area of interest, and you'll be surprised how many hundreds or even thousands of articles are sitting there waiting for you with a treasure trove of information that is often very current and very cutting edge that you can then apply um, immediately in your clinic. So I would say try this, right? I, I waited too long in my clinical practice and wasted a number of years where I could have been going very niche and really enjoying myself a lot more before I did eventually get to that point. And it's the best thing I ever did. So I can't recommend this highly enough. An inch wide, mile deep, pick your audience, so narrow. The side of it is you, know, you, you think I'm, I might get sick of being ultra trail runners. Well, guess what? They've all got relatives, spouses, friends, cousins, neighbors who have got other injuries who they'll want to send to you as well. We're going to fix my knee. Uh, my, my neighbor, Mary, she's not a trail runner, but would you be able to help her with her knee? Of course, no problem. Send her in. And in she comes and she's got a friend and they've got a cousin and they've got a neighbor and, and then pretty soon you'll have a whole range of other things as well. But you'll have the option of saying no to those things. Wouldn't that be nice to be able to say no to the kind of patients that you maybe don't want to see and be able to say yes to the ones that you want to see, the kind of people that you want to help, the people that you know you can help better than maybe anyone else in your area because you know that thing or you know that person particular particular challenges I mean anyway because you've lived it you've breathed it you you're passionate about that thing and so please consider this as an idea and if you've got any questions so you'd like to run your particular set past somebody I'm here happy to answer those questions reach out to me send me an email I'd be happy to um, spitball some ideas with you and see if I can help you find your niche so that you can get even more satisfaction out of your career as well thanks very much.